Welcome back. We are digging back into the prophetic edge. My name is Michael Dalton. I'm thrilled to welcome you to a new series. This week, we're starting Seeing the Unseen. Who rules your life? This is going to be a series where we look at the kingdoms of God, how we perceive them, and how we walk in total victory. I hope you're ready. It could just change your life. about seeing the unseen, the first thing we have to understand is everything in the world began first in the spirit. The last series we touched on was about hearing, but now we're talking about seeing or perception to perceive a thing. The Bible is clear over and over. You cannot see a thing until you first see the thing. You cannot see it manifest in the natural until you first perceive it by the Spirit. When God first begins to talk to Jeremiah, he asked him, Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah said, I have seen an almond tree. The Lord says you have well seen. In other words, you have finally perceived what I see. Now I can make you see what you have now seen. (laughs) God declares, I can make manifest in the natural what you have now seen in the spirit, but you cannot see in the natural until you first see in the spirit. This beautiful connection and correlation in spiritual natural manifestation is that you'll never see in the natural until you agree with God by the spirit. What do you see? Or how do you see? When everything that exists was first in the spirit, nothing that exists now existed until it first was in the mind of God. Everything that is, every bird, every flower, the color, the shape, the way the petals turn toward the sun, the stars that abide in the heavens, whether it is a supernova, a red dwarf, a blue star, a red star, a white shining glorious star, all things that exist were first in the mind of God. Now, God now takes us on a journey and he asks the question, how do you see? If you cannot see what God sees, you will never have what God decreed. You have to see it in order to have it. Now, this is not a name it and claim it, blab it and grab it type of gospel that many of us have this knee jerk reaction to because we saw too much of it and heard too much of it in the 70s, the 80s, and the early 90s, where everyone went around naming types of cars and the size of their house and what kind of job they would have. Confession is necessary to ownership, but we're not talking about that because in many ways that got out of hand. It got out of balance. People thought they could just say what they wanted, but God is not a genie in a bottle. He's not Santa Claus. You don't tell God 10 times in a row what you want and then at Christmas think he'll just drop it in your lap. You don't point up to heaven and tell God, do this for me. He's not a dog on a leash. He's not a genie in a bottle. He's not a slave to your wishes. It is not a fantastical journey and God is a wizard waiting for you to complete the process and you get whatever you wanted. That is the affectation of the soul, the imagination of man. 
That is how we create whispering fantasies inside our minds that when we don't get what we want, we then blame God who was never involved in the process anyway. To see a thing means you cannot see it unless it was already included in his will. So God says, I give you my book. Inside of my book, I give promises. If you agree with my promises and you begin to see the promises as your inheritance, then the promises that are now your inheritance will become your legacy. You will live and leave behind to the next generation what you agree with God for in this generation. But you must see what God sees. So the first thing we have to make clear is you cannot see it if God does not say it. Before we go any further, who rules your life? Because this is going to be a part one and two. We're going to tap into who rules. But the first part is the rulership of God that manifests in your life begins with his word. If you do not base what you pray for, what you ask for, what you believe for on the word of God, it is a vain imagination. That's a term no one talks about anymore. Oh, vanity of vanities, said the king. So many things underneath the sun and none of these can produce life. Oh, vanity of vanities. I have seen a rich man in his wealth and a poor man on the ground. I've seen a prince walking like a poor man and a poor man riding like a rich man. None of these things should be. What do these things speak of? It means what I see is out of order because no one is operating by the order of God. So what is the order of God? Number one, my life must look like the principles of scripture. I cannot see the invisible until I agree to let God purify the tangible. I cannot touch the invisible until I let God purify what I can touch. I cannot ask God for 10 years of authority to touch nations if I won't let God touch the next 10 days of my tongue being out of order. Can he touch the tangible before you ask him for the invisible? Who's ruling your life? To see the invisible, you must first understand that before God gives you a nation, he will give you an irritation. Before God gives you authority, he will let you walk through anxiety. Before God gives you dominion, he will let you walk through the people who create problems. And then he will wait to see who rules your life. Do you see what God has spoken as valuable enough to lay down your will? Do you see the impossible as being possible in the hand of God and the requirement necessary for the impossible to happen is you submit to God. Oh, my friends, to see the impossible is not difficult. But the requirement is when you begin to see the impossible, what creates the vision that you build your life upon? The tongue of God. When the spirit of God begins to speak to you through the word of God and he paints a picture for you, he paints a tapestry of your future. 
He gives you this magnificent orchestration of where your life could go. At that moment, to agree with God means, here's where it begins. To agree with God for the impossible, you must disagree with what you know in the possible. To agree with God for the spiritual, you must disagree with what you know in the natural. The first key, who rules your life, to walking into the supernatural manifestation of the invisible things of God, you must begin to disagree with everything contrary to what God tells you. That's where your sight comes in. The biggest problem for most believers, the biggest problem for most Christians is not what they hear from God. It's what they see in their world. Do you know most believers in the Bible, their problem was not doubting what God said. God says to them, I shall bless you. I shall heal you. I shall restore you. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Everybody recorded. And we've got prophecies recorded, written down. We've got CDs, MP3s, DVDs. We've got pigeons carrying prophecies written on their legs. We've got things dropping from heaven, little angels, midget angels, big angels. We've got 40 foot angels standing outside of our house. We've got midget angels hiding under our pillows. We've got angels wearing colors. We've got angels hiding in closets. Everybody's seeing something now. And the problem is, it's not what you saw that can make it come to pass. Do you have the ability to ignore what you see with your natural eyes while you trust what God is saying by the spirit. You must make a quality decision to not let the soul realm create fantasies that will bring you into, hear me, a self-assured yes from God that he is not obligated to fulfill. That's fantasy. That's vanity. How do you get into the place where the impossible becomes possible? Very simple. If God shows you something, immediately the enemy will come to show you the opposite. You must commit to not believing what your eyes tell you after your ears have heard God. We taught on hearing. Now we're teaching on seeing. The Lord says to them, I have given you the land. They heard it. I am your great God. I will conquer them. They heard it. And then they looked and the people looked like giants. What they saw immediately following the promise destroyed their faith in God. My dear friends, my question for you is very simple. Who's ruling your life? Because if God is ruling your life, you must begin to actively disagree that your eyes are telling you the truth. Your eyes are lying to you. <laughs> I don't mean in the natural realm in the sense of if you are a detective or a mama or a daddy or a person of sound judgment and good intelligence. Your eyes are telling you that the shoes are blue and the pants are brown. That's still true. But when your eyes disagree with his word, 
your eyes are lying. And you must make a conscious decision not to let the lie of what you see kill the power of what you know. The Lord said he's going to heal you. I don't care that you're still bent over, walking crooked, and it's been 18 long years. I don't care that you've been laying in the same spot 38 years and there's been no one to put you in the water. When the master shows up, who is ruling your life? Don't let your eyes. I see the water and I have no man. I see the angel and I have no man. I see you, Jesus, but I have no one to put me in the water. Jesus says, if you knew who was talking to you, you would stop telling me what you see and you would believe who I am. Take up thy bed and walk. And immediately he was made whole. As quick as you can change your vision. That's how quickly he can change your world. God is asking you, who's ruling you? What do you see? And what did he say? We're going to stop there for this week because I think God is telling some of you, you've got a miracle waiting for you. You've got a breakthrough that's in your house. You've got a blessing that already has your name on it. And the only thing you need, you don't need to call another 800 number for prayer. You don't need to send $500 for a prophetic word. You don't need to fly across the country to get in the special person's prayer line. You just need to look in the mirror and say, from today on, these eyes shall lie no longer. I will believe the word of the Lord. This is Michael Dalton, Prophetic Edge. God is on your side. Part two is coming next time.